yesterday during the fasting prayer you know god spoke to us on three ways god wants to work in our lives and he spoke to us from the uh, from psalm 85 there are three aspects god dealt with us yesterday number one god wants to restore those things which we have lost in our lives god spoke to us about restoration secondly god wants us to revive those deadness that is found in our lives god spoke to us about revival thirdly god wants to renew those areas of our spiritual lives that are struggling for survival that are struggling for survival god spoke to us about renewal restoration revival and renewal are three aspects you know the, the way god works in our lives as we try to live godly you know that's what is god is promising or assuring for the the, the body of christ today god wants to restore us god wants to revive us and god also wants to revive uh, renew us now having that in mind i want to take you into today's scripture from titus chapter 3 verses 1 to 8 titus chapter 3 titus chapter 3 verses 1 to 7 i can read it for you titus chapter 3 verse 1 remind them to be subject to rulers and authorities to obey to be ready for every good work to speak evil of no one to be peaceable gentle showing all humility to all men for we ourselves were also once foolish disobedient deceived serving various lusts and pleasures living in malice and envy hateful and hating one another but when the kindness and the love of god our savior toward man appeared verse 5 not by works of righteousness which we have done but according to his mercy he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the holy spirit verse 6 whom he poured out on us abundantly through jesus christ our savior verse 7 says that having been justified by his grace we should become heirs of according to the hope of eternal life verse 4 and 5 let's read that again but when the kindness and love of god our savior toward man appeared not by works of righteousness which we have done but according to his mercy he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the holy spirit now i can title my message today as regeneration regeneration now i want you to pay to pay your attention to these words in verse 5 the washing of regeneration and renewing of the holy spirit washing of regeneration and renewing of the holy spirit regeneration means renewal rebirth revival restoration or rejuvenation 
Regeneration can be understood in different ways. Here word of God talks and when Paul writes to Titus he says, he talks about two things, washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. Washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. Washing, you know, in order to remove something. Where do we wash? You know, we wash the cloths in order to remove the dirt. We wash our car in order to get rid of the mud sticking around. We wash things in order to remove. You know, when Paul says washing of regeneration, it is to remove. The washing he is talking about is to remove. You know, whereas we renew in order to continue. In order to continue. You know, when we renew our subscription, we do that in order to continue the benefits. We renew our membership, you know, in order to be found, to continue to be found as part of the group. We renew the books in the library in order to have the continuous usage of the books. So, uh, regeneration is for removal and renewal is to continue. Renewal is to continue. Just, you know, keep following me. At the time of our salvation... You know, here in verse 5, Paul says, if you can read that verse 5, Paul is, you know, talking to us very clearly. He says, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. Salvation has two parts in it. The first part is the washing of regeneration. The second part is the renewal of the Holy Spirit. He says he saved us through the washing of the regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. So salvation has two different parts. One is the regeneration, other one is the renewal. Washing what? What do we get washed away in our lives? You know, all that Paul wrote in verse 3. If you can just go back quickly to verse 3. He talks about so many things. For we ourselves were also once foolish. He has to wash away the foolishness that I carry within me. Disobedient. He has to wash away the disobedient nature that I have within me. Deceived. He has to wash away the deception that I have carried within me. Serving various lusts and pleasures. You know, I carry those things within me. So God has to wash away. Jesus has to wash away. The Spirit of has to do the work in order to wash those things that are found in my life. He has to wash away the malice and the envy and hatefulness and hating one another all these things need to be washed and removed from my life that's the reason Paul is saying here he saved us through the washing of regeneration washing of regeneration you know Paul is talking about an event that took place in all of our lives I believe that event involves so many processes within it it has a process of washing our sins by his precious blood. He calls that process as washing of regeneration. Regeneration or rebirth, it involves the process of our sins being washed away by his precious blood. You know, when we were, before we get in, got into communion today, we were spending some time asking the Lord to be washed by his precious blood. So regeneration, it involves washing or removing of such unwanted things that is still seen in our lives. So regeneration involves the precious blood of Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to follow me carefully because it is little in depth. You know, we are, we are talking what we are talking today. 
Paul is talking about that event that took place in our lives at some point of time where we met the Lord along our way. As I said, salvation has two parts. Number one, regeneration. Number two, renewing. Now Paul is also talking about something else that took place within us when we were saved. He's talking about regeneration. He's also talking about renewal. Our soul and our mind and our spirit got renewed by the Holy Spirit. That's the reason he's saying you are saved through the washing of the regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. You know, since then, we started talking different. We started thinking different because there was a difference in our mindset the moment we met the Lord. Because there was a renewing that took place within my mind, within my soul, internally within me, and that, that is seen outside. You know, Romans 12.2 puts it this way. Roman, Romans 12.2 says, it talks about the transformation that took place within me by the renewing of my mind. Romans 12.2. The kind of transformation that took place within me by the renewing of my mind. You know, when we are saved, when we were saved, Lord Jesus Christ washed us and removed the sin. He also renewed us, renewed my mind, renewed my soul by the work of the Holy Spirit. Word of God says how that happens within me. It happens within me by the work of the Holy Spirit. So renewal involves throwing away some of the old way of thinking in my life as the Spirit of God fills me with a new thought and with a new mind. The Holy Spirit does that work at the time of our salvation. A child of God, when he or she was washed by his precious blood, has gone through the experience of washing of regeneration. The same person he was also relieved in his mind and in his thinking he was refreshed by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Because when we are saved, the Holy Spirit comes within our lives. And that's the Holy Spirit we say, indwelling of the Holy Spirit or the abiding presence of the Holy Spirit that we receive at the time of salvation. That is totally different from the Holy Spirit coming upon us. That's anointing of the Holy Spirit. But the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, the abiding presence of the Holy Spirit comes in my life the moment I got saved. And that, that, that's one important thing that renews my mind, that renews my mind secondly the first thing we talked about something that took place and even that took place when I got saved secondly this precious salvation is an ongoing process that's what the word of God says we want to name that as ongoing regeneration the regeneration which we which took place in my life at the time when I got saved but now there is something else which is happening within me that is an ongoing regeneration let me explain that little more detail so here in Titus chapter 3 Paul is mentioning in verse 4 the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appeared the kindness and the love of God of our Savior toward man appeared when did that appear when did that love appear Ephesians 1 4 word of God says he chose us in him before the foundation of the world 
We are trying to understand when the love of God and the kindness towards me appeared. Ephesians 1.4 says, He chose me even before the foundation of the world. In Revelation 13.8, word of God says, The Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. So I can conclude that the kindness and love of God appeared toward me even before I was formed. Even before the foundation of this world. Even before I was formed in my mother's womb. The kindness and love of God appeared to me. You know, God who chose us before the foundation of the world. Slain the lamb right from the foundation of the world. Because his kindness and his love were seen even at that time, even at that moment. And that saved us through the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit on the day of salvation. You know, something that took place somewhere in the past, somewhere in the past, even before all the things what we see came into existence, something that took place, at that, t- that, that was the time when God decided to extend his love to the mankind. We don't know when it was. It was just maybe in the beginning. Somewhere before even the creation, before even when the whole universe is there, when it was empty, even as we read the word of God from Genesis chapter 1-1, even, even at that time, sometime God decided to extend that love. And we realize that love on the day of our salvation. But now, you know, as we see this washing has to happen, not just one day, every time in our lives. You know, that's the reason we have routine things to do in our lives. We wash our home, we wash our clothes, we wash our car in a routine way because that has to continue. The removal has to, you know, to take place continuously in our lives. And this precious salvation that we received one day from the Lord because of his love and because of his kindness need to be preserved every day. Need to be preserved every day. In Philippians 2.12, Paul says, <clears throat> Philippians 2.12, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. You know why Paul is writing, why Paul is saying that we need to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. There is an ongoing regeneration that has to happen every day, every moment in my life. And this washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit has to continue until we leave on this earth. Until our last day on this earth. This process has to continue. In Hebrews 10.22 Hebrews 10.22, word of God says, Hebrews 10.22, Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. I know you have little trouble in following me, especially to you know get, get into the reference and we will quickly have those reference on the screen for you. We will do that. I'm announcing it because it will be done that way. <laughs> okay, so Hebrews 10.22 says, Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from all evil conscience and our bodies washed with 
pure water you know as we wash things in our lives every day God is regenerating us he's washing us in order to remove so we are talking about the ongoing salvation some point in the, in the, of the you know during the before the creation of the whole thing God decided to love me and when I came to Jesus Christ accepting him as my personal Savior I realized that love uh, in my life and I got regenerated and I got renewed by the work of the Holy Spirit now Paul is talking about the ongoing experience finally there will be an ultimate regeneration there will be an ultimate or final or the eternal regeneration that is about to take place you know the whole Bible the term regeneration is used only twice again it's only in few versions not in all versions only twice the term regeneration is used one is as we read in Titus chapter 3 verse 5 there is another scripture which Jesus spoke that's where we see the term regeneration used used again in Matthew chapter 19 verse 28 Matthew chapter 19 28 so Jesus said to them assuredly I say to you that in the regeneration when the son of man sits on the throne of his glory you who have followed me will also sit on 12 thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel Jesus spoke about a regeneration which is yet to happen one regeneration we talked about here he says he saved us through the washing of the regeneration it happened either before the foundation of the world or at the time when I received Lord Jesus Christ and it happens to me every day as I get regenerated and renewed and there is one is yet to come that's what is Jesus spoke uh, Jesus spoke about that in Matthew chapter 19 verse 28 he said he told them assuredly I say to you that in the regeneration when son of man comes with his glory when he is going to sit on the throne and you who have followed me he was talking to the disciples you will be sitting on 12 thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel so that means there is an ultimate regeneration or a final regeneration or an eternal regeneration that is said to happen so the regeneration Jesus is talking about is in the future and according to Paul as we as he writes in Corinthians 2 Corinthians he's talking about a time in the future this corruptible will put on incorruption and he says this mortal will put on immortality this body is going to be sown in corruption and it is going to be raised in incorruption it is sown in disorder and it is going to rise in in glory it is sown in weakness and it is going to rise in power and he says it is sown in natural body and it is going to rise in spiritual body there is a regeneration that is yet to happen that's what Paul is writing here in 1st Corinthians 15 you know if that ultimate regeneration that has to happen in the heavenly realms for you and for me the first two regenerations would have happened already in our lives if the ultimate regeneration of this mortal putting on the immortality if that has to happen in the future for you and me the first two regeneration has to have to have happened in my life as I live on this earth you know I will tell you a mystery today for some of you at least you know every time when we are hit with the troubles in this world challenges turmoil 
pains and sorrows and sickness diseases some of the diseases we feel there is no cure still you know when we are hit with all these challenges our souls cry to our God and he tells Lord when I am going to get away from this body our souls cry out and tell God Lord when I am going to get out of this mortal body because this body is painful to me you know we don't realize because we don't handle that amount of pain today in our body go and talk to someone who is you know managing his or her pain who is going through terrible time tough time the days are defined already for their destiny you know they say that there is no cure for the, what you are going through in our life go and talk to them then they will say that's what is their prayer every day night that's what is their cry every day night Lord when I am going to put on that incorruption when I am going to put on that immortality Lord it is enough that I lived enough in my in this body uh, which is full of sickness which is full of pain and sorrow on this earth not only us what about those who are being persecuted for Christ those who are being persecuted for Christ's sakes you know they are not different from us or we are not different from them every time they are tortured when they are tortured every time they when they are persecuted the cry of their heart is Lord when are you going to clothe me with the spiritual body I want to get out of this place I want to get into that eternity I want to get into that eternal body when they where there is no pain every time that is what is uh, the cry of people around this world you know there is a cry within from within us there is a cry from within us because we want to get away this body that gives us pain that causes us pain and trouble even in the book of revelation the souls of the martyrs under the altar they are crying out with a loud voice saying how long O Lord holy and true until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth they were martyred during the time of tribulation during the time of seven years of tribulation they were martyred they died as martyrs and their souls are waiting under the altar for God to make the judgment and God tell them God tells them wait the time has not yet come there are some more additions to be made with the group of souls they are lying under the altar and crying out for vengeance you know every being within us is crying out for that eternal regeneration that is yet to happen not only the human being this is more interesting in Romans chapter 8 verse 20 to 23 let's turn to Romans chapter 8 verse 20 to 23 Romans 8:20 For the creation was subjected to futility not willingly but because of him who subjected it in hope listen to me because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God Verse 22, for we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. King James Version says, whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain. Whole creation, not only human being, the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in labor pain. All the things what we see around us. 
Not only those who are going through sickness. Not only those who are being persecuted. Even the entire creation of God groaneth and travaileth in pain for the regeneration that is yet to happen. The regeneration that is yet to happen. We have gone through the first regeneration. We are going through the second regeneration and the ongoing regeneration. But one day, there will be a regeneration that is called the eternal regeneration. And at the time of eternal regeneration, not only us, not only our lives, even the whole creation groaneth and travaileth. Because they want to come out of this pain. They want to come out of this pain. You know, but you know, one day, it is going to happen in our lives. One day it is going to happen in our lives. Just want to read a scripture from 21, a revelation. Revelation 21 verse 1 The whole creation longing for that regeneration that is said to happen is given in Revelation 21 verse verse 1 Word of God says And I saw a new heaven and a new earth For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away Also there was no more sea there is going to be a time the heaven, the world and the heaven, the earth and the heaven what we see today, it's going to pass away. There is going to be a new heaven and new earth. On the day the creations are going to rejoice because word of God says they groan up and travaileth in pain. They are just waiting for the day to come when in their lives the day will come. The entire creation including us are going to rejoice in that day. Let's read further in verse 4. The reason why we are going to rejoice, verse 4 says and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain. For the former things have passed away. God is talking to us today about regeneration. Regeneration. The ultimate regeneration that's going to happen one day. And God is going to throw everything that we see today. Not only just just our mortal bodies. Even all the things what we see today. The creation of God is going to be removed. And they are going to come a new heaven and new earth. And we have all the reason to enjoy. All the reason to rejoice over that day. Because God is going to wipe away all of our tears. Someone just said. I am not sure how how true it is. Someone asked whether there will be tears in heaven. And word of God says. Even after the new heaven and new earth. God is going to wipe away the tears from their eyes. But you know what, if you read the scripture a little carefully, it says, And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. So probably I believe that they would have come there with tears in their eyes. And if I can think about it, what kind of tear it was maybe? Tears of seeing their loved one being thrown into the eternal hell. Tears of their family's members being thrown into the eternal hell just in front of their eyes. And as they walk into the eternity, as they come, approach and enter into the heavens, they can't control themselves without just shedding their tears of seeing their loved ones being thrown into the eternal fire. They come in with a tear. Word of God says, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And God will tell us, come into my beloved. And he's going to wipe away our tears. And word of God, there shall be no more death. There
there shall be no more sorrow no crying from that point onwards you know what when we go to heaven this is what is going to happen some of us worry about when I go to heaven will I sit there and think about my loved ones those who are not there I would say no once we get into his glory we are gone we are just caught, got, caught up into his glory then we will not have time to think about our loved ones even they are in hell they are being tortured in hell God is preparing such a place for you and for me you are talking about regeneration that is yet to happen what a relief that will be if that has to happen to us one day in the future but today if that has to happen to us today we need to go through the first two regeneration of being born again of being walking continually in the salvation that God has given to us John 3 verse 5 says Jesus answered to Nicodemus most assuredly I say to you unless one is born of water washing of regeneration and the spirit renewing of the Holy Spirit Paul talks to Titus about it he cannot enter the kingdom of God we all need washing of regeneration in order to remove the unclean stuff that we carry within our lives we need to do that continually every day that's what Jesus was telling to Nicodemus you need to do that the renewing of the Holy Spirit has to be there in your life every day it is that renewal that is going to keep us alive because John 6.63 says the spirit who gives us life the flesh profits nothing the spirit that gives us life and God is telling us you need to be renewed by the Holy Spirit every day because only we find life only there Ezekiel the prophet he spoke about the spirit of God renewing our lives Ezekiel 36 25 to 27 I read that scripture just listen to me Ezekiel 36 25 to 27 God says then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you shall be clean I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols Ezekiel 36 26 I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh verse 27 I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgment and do them you know all that God is telling us I will sprinkle water on you I will put a new spirit in you the spirit will renew us it will regenerate us it will continue to renew us you know we are living in a time I believe we need the renewal of the Holy Spirit more than ever you know all the filthiness going around this world today all the deceptions that is happening within us all the materialism you know we are trying to compromise with today all the worldly concepts of you know uh, concepts entering and corrupting the churches today all the doctrines of you know self-righteousness and when Paul talks about in Galatians he's talking about another gospel it is the gospel of self-righteousness entering into our lives and trying to convince us is that what we do is right 
At times even it makes us and it convinces what word of God says is not right. And what we think about is right. You know when all these things are going on within us and around us. How much more we need the renewal of the Holy Spirit in our lives, in our minds and in our soul. God says, I will sprinkle clean water on you. And you shall be clean. I will cleanse you from all the filthiness from all your idols. And I will put my spirit in you and cause you to walk in my statutes. And you will keep my judgments and do them. And today the question that you and I need to ask. How many of us today need that washing of regeneration? How many of us need that wash, the renewing of the Holy Spirit within us? You know it is important that, that to know the work of the Holy Spirit is more needed in our lives. You know sometimes I feel in a way our people or even myself including myself. Why we don't have the drive to live godly. Why we are not passionate about so many things of godly things. Why we don't see aggressiveness when it comes to the spiritual matters in my life. I am trying to put that down. I am trying to do things here and there. But the matters concerning spiritual things. And I am trying. I have a tendency to put that down. Why am I not able to grow in the Lord? Why am I not able to spend time in prayer? Why am I not able to you know, get the anointing of the Holy Spirit? Why am I not able to you know, get and move on to the next level? The answer is simple. Either one of this is not happening in my life. Either I am not getting regenerated. Or... I'm not getting renewed. You know, these are the two basic simple things, you know, God wants us to get into. Our lives need to be regenerated. Our mind and spirit need to be renewed. We need to allow ourselves, yield ourselves to the work of the Holy Spirit. And you know what? The simple message is this. If we are not saved, we need to tell Lord Jesus, Lord, forgive my sins. I want to give my life to you. That regeneration has to happen within me. Secondly, if we are not led by the Holy Spirit. You know, we need to ask God, Lord, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. I want to, you know, be led by the Holy Spirit. You know, some of the deceptions that is within us, seen within us. The moment we think about Holy Spirit, we think about speaking in tongues. The moment we think about Holy Spirit, we we think about clapping our hands and rejoicing in the Lord. You know, those things are the outward signs. The Spirit of God comes in us. But the Spirit of God is trying to you know, draw our attention. He is trying to work within our lives, within our mind and within our souls. And He wants to take us into the depth of the Holy Spirit. You know the Word of God talks about the well that never runs dry. The well from there we see the fountain of the living water comes in. You know, God wants us to experience that. And I want you to you know, allow the flow of the Holy Spirit in our lives, in every area of our lives. Because God is trying to do two things. He is trying to regenerate our lives. He is going to renew our lives.